Good morning. This is John Richardson speaking with you from Toronto, Canada. Today is Friday, the 7th of October, 2022, and I have a great, I emphasize great, return guest today, Greg Swanson in Switzerland. In July, we discussed how, you know, these various uh, U.S. extraterritorial laws are clearly turning U.S. citizenship into a disability for those who live outside the United States. Who knows? Maybe it's a disability for those who live in the United States, too. Another topic. But Greg joins me again from Switzerland. How are you today, Greg? Uh, I am fantastic. It's Friday. Um, although I'm a little bit wounded from my bike accident yesterday, I'm doing okay. Looking forward to the weekend. How about you? Well, uh, my bike action is uh, two years ago, all right? I commiserate with you, but I don't want to do too much of that because, you know, you start looking for problems, you're very likely to see them. So let's just assume that all is good and it's a temporary setback. It's Friday. It's Friday. It is Friday, and you are on your way to a full recovery. Well, so what's happening in your world? Well, um, I had a, a little, as far as my American citizenship goes, I had a little surprise from my bank. Um, it started a couple of weeks ago. Uh, this is a bank that I've had for over a decade. And I asked them to open up a new checking account for my company. And um, they drugged their feet and then pretty soon called me up and told me, First, they told me, yes, do the W-9, do all that stuff, you know, sign your life away. You have no privacy at all ever again. Um, did all the paperwork. They came back and they said, no, we're not going to do it. And then, by the way, you know, we would really kind of like to get rid of our U.S. citizen customers. And you're one, your kids are also, and even your ex-wife, we want to get rid of them. So they gave me a little bit of warning ahead of time about that. So this is after um, I've been through this stuff before. And it just is it, just so irritating that it never stops. And, I, you know, I don't know why the, this particular bank is going through that now. I actually sent and tried to find out, is this a normal thing right at the moment? I'm not really sure the reasons why all of a sudden it's an issue. But now I'm I'm in trouble. I I can't I won't have a bank account uh, soon. Uh, my kids won't have a bank account soon. My ex-wife wanting to have a bank account. She's nothing to do with American. Um, and and you know I think with them with my my ex-wife it's pretty easy. She says I'm divorced and I'm French and I'm I have nothing to do with this crap. And she can live a normal life abroad. Um, whereas I can't and her kids can't. So um, this thing is, you know, I, I, I these people that get out there and they think, oh, this is never a problem. And oh, this stuff doesn't happen. Piss off. It does all the time. I mean, you people don't have a clue what I mean, if you're sitting there saying, oh, it's not a big problem. I've never had any trouble with it. I didn't either. It will hit you, though soon yeah you know it's like it's not a problem until well it is a problem well it you know it's not only that's a total disruption of everything you know i'm trying to do a business i have to worry about all the stuff to do with the american 
tax system. I have all the limitations put on me as far as the banking laws go. I have all these things, disadvantages, one after another, discrimination gore put on me by the U.S. government and, and forced on to business partners and other things like that. And if you, if you don't, if you don't feel it, I wish you would. If you want to sit back and say, I, I don't really care or it doesn't affect me or whatever, if it affects one American, it affects all of us. And, right, and I, I totally agree with you on that point. It's refreshing to hear sort of a kindred spirit, you know, repeat that because I think a big part of the problem in getting these laws changed is that you know, the way people view this is they, you know, they're sort of interested in getting their specific problem solved, but they're really not very interested in investing time to get the problem solved, you know, which are these, you know, these extraterritorial American rules. In other words, they want an exemption from it, you know, and then they're just fine. Why do you think it's so hard to mobilize uh, Americans abroad? You know, you, know, I, you know, I think I think honestly, John, uh, I think I've said this before. I think a lot of this stuff actually affects people and they don't even realize it. And and for example, you know, I, I talked to um, another person that does something similar that I do, and he's got access to all these different financial instru instruments and the these things for his business that he could actually go and go into the bank and be welcomed. And say, hey, let's talk about. I want to. I want to invest a little bit in this. This to build it up. They've got access to all that. It's not like he's richer or makes more business than I do or whatever. But he's got a whole bunch more access. I don't, and I would never know that if I wouldn't talk to him. And and so, if you're an American citizen, you've got tons of discrimination against you, and you don't even know it, and people don't tell you. And, yeah, and, you know, it's interesting. I mean, I think Americans sort of go around the world imagining that, uh, you know, they have as many rights or even more rights. You're the freest in the world. When it comes to this, we're the least free in the world. If I were North Korean or if I were Chinese, I wouldn't have any problems. I mean, you will not find a Chinese person have their bank account canceled for no reason. You will not find a Chinese person with not the same type of financial instruments that they could get a hold of to, to develop their business um, like an American does. They don't have the same trouble. So it's just there. And, and it's, it's below the surface and people don't feel it. And maybe, you know, there's some risk analysis when they come in to give you a loan to buy a house or a car, maybe they're popping up that percentage a little bit more because you're more risk. You're more risk to the bank. So you never know what's happening. You don't, but I promise you we're being discriminated against is no doubt about it. And we are, we're losing this. Every American citizen is just over this dumb law or these sets of laws. So well, let me ask you a question here. You know, this is sort of, based on something you know we were chatting about before hitting the record button right so i agree with you totally all right that american citizenship is a disability that americans just by virtue of being americans have fewer opportunities than the citizens of any other country on the planet so mm -hmm. there's clear discrimination yet 
Americans abroad who are politically active, they're concerned with discrimination in the United States against certain groups, but not against them. Can you that's why John, John, that's you know, let's let's dig into that because I think that's an interesting topic. You wonder why. Let's let's face it, the Republicans have been complete and total idiots the last several years. I mean, no doubt. You you listen to the stuff they say, they don't they don't really have a platform. Why aren't the Democrats wiping them out? Why? Well, let me tell you why. It's because of crap like this. It's because they're going to pick out the winners and losers. And they're going to go and say, if you are LGBTQ, if you're LGBTQ, we're going to stand up for you. If you're if you're um, anything but a white male in, in your 50s, that's the worst thing you could be. But you're going to, we're going to pick out these little things that we want to defend and the rest of them, we're going to make them pay for it. And this is what they do with us. And now, if you happen to be gay, John, I, I don't know if you're gay, but if you happen to be gay, that will just completely wash out because you're abroad. And abroad was one of these groups that we're going to pick on. And so that's why people get mad at them. That's why people don't trust them anymore. And, and I, you know, I watch it from the outside. Why aren't they saying that everybody's equal? Let's be equal. Let's not give a benefit to whoever happens to be cool in the in the Brooklyn uh, Democratic Party bubble. You know, we they're in that bubble. They don't see it. And and when they look at us, they basically say, "You are all tax evaders." We've heard it so many years. You rich people, you're tax evaders, and even the people who are living it are convinced of it. Talk about brainwash. It's oh. really sad. But that's why that's why the Democratic Party doesn't just completely sweep out the Republicans is because they see stupid stuff like that. They don't trust them. I, I think. Do, I think you, do I trust them? No, I don't. You ought to watch a couple. I think it was. I don't know. Anyway, a couple weeks ago. So uh, Nancy Pelosi spoke to Democrats abroad in this video, which was just broadcast around the world. She says, "Hello, Democrats abroad." It's Nancy. And then she went on to describe, all right, all the kinds of wrongs they had to write. And they were all these Homeland American issues, various, we have to codify Roe versus Wade, we have to end LBG, whatever it is, discrimination, et cetera, et cetera. Not a single word for the most discriminated group of Americans on the planet, namely... Yes, American citizens living outside the United States. That's us. And, you know, I understand them wanting to stand up for abortion rights and things like that, but we're talking about people abroad. And, and the thing I just don't quite understand about that is you have, you have somebody as a Democrat abroad, living abroad, more concerned about abortion rights and, 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 and choice about people back home in the United States than they are even in the country where they live. And that kind of makes you wonder, are they really, should they even be outside of the country at all? I mean, are they involved in their own community? Are they looking at the laws where they live? You know, all this stuff, these are things that they actually, they could grow and learn from if they would just open up to it. But no, 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 they're too too concerned about the US bubble. And, and uh, I wonder about that. One of the things that, that I find fascinating, and again, the, all of these things are beginning to erupt, you know, because they're, they're, they're out scouring the world for votes, right? 
but uh, you know, so a few weeks ago, and I've seen this a couple of times now, a Democrats abroad drives this car around in Canada, you know, with sort of vote from abroad. And what they're really doing, right, by getting, they're trying to get Canadians to vote, right, who perhaps have dual citizenship from abroad. What they're really doing is driving around the country trying to get Canadian residents to vote for policies like FATCA and citizenship taxation that harm Canadians. It's unbelievable. What? <laughs> yes. I, I, I thought their car said, if you're Canadian, tell your American friend to vote. It's that that is that's insane. Well, that's it includes perfect. that. All right. It includes that. But I mean, they also have posters, you know, yeah. up in Toronto, you know, they you know, you can, on telephone polls, you know, people staple up posters. In the last election, they had posters for Americans in Canada to vote. Um, on the street, just parallel to me where I live, I was horrified to drive by and see a big lawn sign. You know, I mean, this is this is oh, wow. you serious the lawn sign? Wow! Oh, it was it was amazing stuff. Yeah. I mean, do, do Americans in like Minnesota do they put out lawn signs? Vote for Trudeau or whatever? Do they do that? I don't know, Greg. I don't know, but I can tell you, were there such a thing? I suspect it would have reached the news. And I suspect that. People in America might find that offensive. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I, I think they would probably find it pretty stupid, to be honest with you. But but I, I, I there's this story about people going to Zurich and and protesting against Trump, and the big signs were "We're sorry," and the Swiss were looking at it like going, "You're sorry about what? <laughs> we live in a democracy. He won the election. What's your problem? You know." It doesn't affect us. We have our own country and our own laws. And, and, and you know, these are people who live abroad. These are people who live abroad and, and they haven't really got the fact that they live abroad. Maybe they don't get it, but. Um, They're visiting, perhaps? They're visiting abroad? You know, there's some of them been there for decades, like myself, and they're still the same way. They just never really. Don't, I mean, it's good to keep your, your touch back at home. And believe me, I do. I keep, I keep really informed about what's happening in the United States, but I also find it, it's an obligation for me to keep in touch with what's happening here. I'm a part of my community here and, and I'm no different than any other person. I mean, I have a, a Swedish next door neighbor. I'm the same as a Swedish person and we get involved in our local community. So, um, it's 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 something that you're obligated to do as an as a as somebody who in, in, in immigrates to to another country and and you actually um have a responsibility to do that you you're not responsible to be an american extension uh, just that you're responsible also to be part of your community and and it's really unfortunate if they don't do it because it's it's a lot more rewarding if they would and so when Nancy Pelosi gets on the thing saying, the only thing you should be worried about is all this stuff happening in the richest country in the world, then, then it's basically just saying, forget about you living abroad. Why, why don't they just move home? <laughs> go, go get and get home. Well, if you're, you're, not, you're not adding any value to where you live. Uh, maybe, maybe you're not even adding any value to, to the homeland by acting like that. So just go home. 
Well, it, it does seem to assume that anybody with American citizenship living outside the United States uh, regards the United States as their primary country. I mean, it seems, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you know, clearly, clearly that is not the case. In fact, I think it's probably uh, a clear minority of American citizens who happen to live outside the United States who, you know, are sort of transplanted, you know, homeland Americans, this sort of thing, just because of yeah, the I agree with you. I agree with you. That's kind of why I'm saying it, though, because there are two different groups. There's those that put out the effort to to. And when you integrate into your country, you're actually doing America a big favor, too, because you're showing the country a different face to the United States. So if you're just running around talking about Roe versus Wade to everybody around you, they're all going to say you're not adding any value to your local community at all. So. That's where I kind of get into. It's a little bit frustrating when you when you see stuff like that, and it's pretty arrogant. And and I I wish you know there's a ton of Americans I talk to living in the states. They would love the opportunity to move abroad. They would really I, you could tell that they would really get into it. They would learn about the culture. They would do traveling. They would you know all this stuff. They'd try to get get to know people. You know they would do a great job. And then we have these people here in their own little bubble representing the the DNC um, abroad, which has no purpose at all because there is no Democrats abroad. There's really just an extension office of the Democrats. That well, well, that's to- right. I mean, all, what, what it clearly is, it's just an organization designed to sort of, you know, siphon as many votes as they can or, you know, just get that's 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 fine that's fine but they're they're also they have a responsibility to inform the democratic party of the topics that that face us especially when we're talking about discrimination and 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 if they don't do that then i hate to be nasty about it but nothing they they stand for really they don't really stand for anything um if they're they're going to just skip certain groups of people like us, um, and say, we're not going to stand up for your rights. We're not going to stand up for your your kids being able to have a bank account or you being able to have equal opportunities abroad. If they're not going to stand up for that, don't talk to me about you standing up for LGBTQ because you're not serious about that either. Oh, uh, it, it, is ab- it is absolutely laughable. Well, let me ask you, Greg. I, I mean, why do they behave this way? Why don't, don't they recognize that Americans abroad are a group that's being discriminated against? It's, you know, why? Why? Yeah. I, okay, John, maybe it's, I could understand it somewhat, uh, a little bit, because you, you see what's happening in the States. You see, you know, all the stuff with Trump and, you know, Hillary and all that stuff. I mean, you really get emotional about it. And and that's, that's normal if you're, if you're a, patriotic American, you're going to get at least somewhat affected by it. But it goes too far at some point. And, and, and you, you have to kind of watch that. You can't fall into that bubble. Maybe, maybe it's, it's something that you could always talk to your fellow Americans about, oh yeah, what is happening there? You know, you meet Turkish people, sometimes they kind of go the same direction about Erdogan, either for or against. But really with us, it's just a question of if the only news you're getting is MSNBC or Fox News or whatever, then you don't know what's happening locally where you live. 
And we need more people, more Americans abroad who get to know what's happening locally where they are um, and bring that knowledge back to the United States. I think that's more healthy than than just having extension people, you know, with no no know how of the country where they live living there. You know, that didn't add anybody any value at all. Does that make any sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. So what do you think are the prospects and what needs to be done to get change here? Um, you know, I, I keep saying the discrimination that, that faces us. I mean, I'm we're no different American citizens than any American citizen living in the United States. We are still American citizens, right? And when we're discriminated against, they are too. Um. So if, if you have some guy in Pahuska, Oklahoma with a machine shop and he can't find somebody to export that machine part uh, to Switzerland where he could actually make good money out of it, then, then and there's nobody available because nobody has that experience, then that person's hurting too. But we're all hurting. That's, you know, if we have, if we have Americans, as soon as they want to follow an opportunity that happens to be outside of the country, that they're not able to get the job or they're not able to get the bank account or if they're not able to, to get themselves settled in, then they're discriminated against too. That's all of us. It doesn't matter if you live in the United States or not. This is all of our problem. And, and I think that this is, you know, get off our high, high horse about living overseas. We're American citizens and we should demand that all American citizens nobody gets discriminated against and, and their citizenship right right okay you know but that's our messaging right. problem it's our messaging problem we we kind of tend to separate ourselves from those living in the u.s with with our messaging and they basically so well then affect me so why should i care and, and maybe they're right, you know, but if we just look at ourselves like a normal American citizens that just happen to be kicked around really bad, then then I think think it starts to sink home to the people back home. And and maybe that would help a little bit. I don't put any faith in our our political parties do anything about it. Um, uh, I think maybe the Republicans may let one slip by i think the, the democrats are definitely working against us and and um you know that's really sad you know maybe on a on a personal basis i i identify a little bit more with some of the things that democrats say i'm kind of conservative and others um but but definitely the way they're treating me and my family no just no and 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 that's not acceptable and it's not acceptable to me. It's not acceptable to a gay person, a black person, or anybody else going through the same thing. It's just not acceptable. And, and any American who leaves the country and moves has the same problem. And, and they, they will be faced with it, whether that they feel it directly or indirectly. They will have the problem. And that's where, um, you know, if, if your party's not going to stand up for that, don't talk to me about the things you're standing up for because I don't believe you. You know, I've heard you on this. I'm in a great mood today, John. I'm sorry about that. No, no, this is great stuff. This is great stuff for sure. And, 
you know, I, I heard you uh, sort of talk around and sometimes saying it directly, sometimes indirectly, you know, re really for a number of years now. But to be clear, your, your basic message and point is that, hey, <laughs> this is hurting Homeland Americans, too. They just don't realize it. Right. It's in the people abroad that it's hurting. Some of them don't realize it, but they pay for it. They do all the time. And that's why I figured out from the bank, there was more risk, their interest rates will be higher. I mean, all these things happen. Just one thing after another, um, they just get discreet. They don't have access to the same things that other people do. People really don't want you as a customer. I mean, you know, they're paying for it. So how me understand... I mean, obviously, I agree with you that this hurts everybody, all Americans, including those who live in the United States. Help me understand how policies, citizenship, taxation, FATCA, et cetera, help me understand how these policies that are so hurtful to all Americans can be supported by these political parties. Because they, they get influenced by the rhetoric, um, you know, you know as I, as well as I do, they'll take one example of something happening one time and publicize that and use that to pass a law. And you know, it's it's kind of whatever Congress feels like doing. If if they need to raise money to give somebody a tax break or break or to spend some extra money somewhere that they want to represent the real constituents. Um then they're going to have to find a revenue source and we're going to be that. We're undefined. They don't care how many we are. As long as it looks good on paper, it's it's great. And they never even ask how many we are. I mean, they say, they, oh, maybe. They don't know, they don't care, and they don't care that they don't care. That's right. And they just say, hey, you know, call it 12 million. There's 12 million abroad and everybody's a gazillionaire and they're all tax evaders. And we believe that we could bring in this much money with it. And that will relieve us from having to go out to people who are donating to our, donating to our campaigns. <laughs> Greg, I've got to ask you, how say many years, raising taxes? How huh? many years ago did you move from the United States? Um, over 30. Now my question for you is this, and think carefully before answering. Am I going to go to jail? <laughs> Did you move from the United States for the purpose of avoiding U.S. taxation, Greg? No, John, I did not. I moved abroad because the governor of Oklahoma at the time said, we need to get more people abroad. And we need to learn how to do business. We need to get our international trade to go up. And we need to have less of a trade deficit. And he said, the best thing you could do for the United States of America is go abroad and learn. So, go. so am I understanding you to say that not only was your move abroad not motivated by trying to avoid U.S. taxes, but what you're saying to me, Greg, is that your move abroad was motivated by the desire to help America. Is that correct? You know what, John? Here's something really cool. When you see something that's built in Rock Rochester, New York, landing in Kuwait City and being paid for by somebody, and you think about that product you just sold is actually keeping somebody a job, giving somebody a job and helping them live a good life, that's a great feeling. It's a fantastic feeling. 
And there's nothing more rewarding than that. And that's why part of it, you know, part of what I've done, I, I don't regret it at all. I've sent, I mean, I don't know, billions and billions of dollars worth of stuff from the United States over the three decades I was here. You know, keeping people in jobs. You know, keeping factories going a little bit. And, and that's what it's all about. So you you, you have to do that. And, and it makes you feel like what you're doing has a little bit of a purpose. And it's a good feeling. But tax evasion, hell, I didn't even know I had to pay taxes until about 10 years ago. <laughs> so, you know, this is, uh, this is amazing, amazing stuff, Greg. Okay. I mean, what you are doing is articulating the possibility that Americans abroad might serve the function of being good for America. Yes. And that is so different from the narrative that's coming from, say, the Democrats, Democrats abroad, who's saying the only purpose of Americans abroad is to vote. Well, well, get this. Get this. Let's take it a step further. They're trying to tell you that you as an American abroad are a cost, and that's why we have to tax you. Your cost, they don't talk about us being an asset. They don't talk us talk talk about us being important at all. They don't care. We're just a cost. Oh, you're abroad. We have to have, you know, SEAL Team Six on standby to bail you out of jail. You know? And and so it's it's just weird that the the the, uh, the whole uh, messaging that gets built up behind that. I mean, I mean, it's so clear, and I mean, you're articulating this so beautifully, that the cost of not having Americans abroad absolutely dwarfs any possible cost, if there really is one, of having an American abroad, right? Blows it away. Blows it away. It is so important to have people abroad. I mean, the Russians right now are giving out passports and Maripol. Guess why they're doing that? I, I they have more influence. Know, why are they doing it, Craig? They're they're doing it so they could try to influence. They're they're trying to spread. I mean, the more Russian passports that exist out there, the better. The Chinese are sending their people abroad at a much higher pace now. Um, you look at the French. The French are encouraging young people to get abroad, get some experience. And then we turn around and, and we have a government that declares war on the people going abroad. And it kind of makes you wonder, where is this heading? Where is this going? Well, on where it's going, I mean, I've been saying for years that all resident Americans need do to see their future is to see the way the government treats Americans abroad. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. I mean, look, they tried to do fat kid in the US, right? Until everybody figured out, oh, my God, we can't do that. <laughs> a temporary setback. A temporary setback. Yeah. And I mean, this is clearly the direction they're going. I mean, I, you know, I've only been peripherally aware until very recently, this Corporate Transparency Act thing, you know, that requires the registration. You know, it's just more, you know, reporting, et cetera. But I mean, I've been spending the last few days looking at this. And I mean, it's it's simply shocking. It is shocking. I mean, the world that we're we're moving into rapidly is so different from the world that you and I grew up in. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, when you, when you start talking to normal people about what they're doing, then they get concerned. 
then they start saying, we really don't have any privacy anymore. Or, oh, yeah, we have tons more paperwork to do. And, and um, you know, after a while, what they, what happened in that, in that case is there was a big out, uh, uh, outrage that was promoted um, by the whole bill coming out. And a lot of banks standing up saying, hey, we're going to have to raise bank, bank fees for people if you do that. And, and so they kind of backed off for now, I guess, for a while, but um, they didn't for people abroad. We've, we've had it out there for 10 years. It's been absolutely worthless. I mean, worthless um, and cost so many people so much that if anybody in the world ever says there is even a little bit successful about FATCA, they're full of it. They are full of it. There was nothing good about FATCA, nothing. And it just was negative. So if, if they can't come out and say that, um, if they want to call FATCA a success, um, I'm not really sure how they would do that. I well, mean, they, would, how- they, would, they, would, they wouldn't call it. What they would do is they would proclaim it a success to cut off you know, any particular discussion. Greg, this has been another great discussion with you. And um, we kind of went all over the place. Sorry about that. Oh, not at all. This is great stuff. But I'd like to invite you to close today. First of all, we're going to do another one. Yes. Okay. All right. You know, we'll call these set of Tuesdays with Maury. We'll we'll do them on Tuesdays and call them Tuesdays with Greg. Okay. But uh, how about closing with, you know, sort of sort of a message here? And perhaps we can pick up with it next time. So the basic message is stop hurting America. Stop hurting America. Yeah. I mean, we are America, right? We're part of America and you're hurting us and they keep doing it and they keep looking at us as being some kind of separate entity, but we are Americans just like they are. And they are actually hurting part of America when they hurt us. So they need to stop that. How's that? I think that's fantastic stuff. And for those who don't know, uh, I don't think we mentioned this at the beginning. Greg was the, is or was the founder of purpleexpat.org. Is that site still up? Yeah, it's offline right now. We're going to bring it back up. We'll be back. Kind of an ongoing project. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, Greg, thanks for checking in with me today, and uh, let's continue this discussion. Great stuff. Really appreciate it. Okay. Thanks, John. I appreciate the, the discussion. Good seeing you again. Likewise. Okay.